Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we interview Hannah Witten. Welcome to Fucks Given. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And we are on a mission to revolutionise the sex space, break down barriers and give the lowdown on all things sexy. Every week, we will welcome a special guest to share with us their juicy details about their best fucks, worst fucks, or even the fucks that changed them. And we'll also hear your guys' sex questions and your worst sex stories. We're all about celebrating your sex. We're removing the stigma around the whole number bullshit. No matter how many people you've slept with, the number never matters because the fucks given are the fucks that made us. So we have Hannah Witten here. She is a gorgeous YouTuber that talks about sex, relationships, and everything lifestyle, really. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited to be here. Mm, Tell us a little bit more about yourself, my girl. Yeah, so I'm a YouTuber. I do a lot of sex ed online. I also have a book called Doing It that came Mm. out last year that's like... um, sex and relationships education advice book for young adults yeah amazing it does sound good i mean i'm super dyslexic so i have to admit i have not read the book there is an audio version <gasps> that i read oh my god you read it as well <laughs> yeah. well i'm definitely going to download that that sounds perfect i can there listen you to you be like you're lying in bed next to me yeah oh, so i haven't listened to it i also haven't like reread it since it's been published because it's that like I don't know, like rewatching like old videos kind of thing. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. so hard and cringy. We it, we yes. find it really hard as well, especially watching the first. I mean, have Ugh. you ever watched the first YouTube video of yourself? Yes, oh it's on private. God. It's horrendous. So it's on private. Yeah, it's just so bad. It's you so hit that bad. from the public. Of course, no. I did. <gasps> they have to see all of you. No, surely. No, oh, why they, they it, why can see. They can see the me that I <laughs> tell them to see. That I am. <laughs> I am me now. The woman I've grown into. Oh, bless you. Mm. I mean, yeah, our first YouTube videos are also very embarrassing. Yeah, we're just so awkward and we just kind of <laughs> like waffle and mumble and nothing's <laughs> edited and we're just like, yeah, sex. How, yeah. how long have you been mm. doing videos? For about almost four years. Okay, coming yeah, up yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah, when did you start your YouTube seven channel? Seven years ago. Seven, like seven years and a half ago. years ago, yeah. yeah. Were you always talking about sex or was that something that you introduced a bit later on? Um, I started making videos because I watched a lot of vloggers and I loved them. Uh-huh. And I loved the friendships and the community. And so I was like, I want to be a part of something like that. I want a community. I want to make friends. And so I was like, oh, you have to make videos in order to do that. So I definitely like went in with the mind of like, 
I want to be part of this thing. Um, because it was so new back then yeah. as well. It really was. And no one really knew where it was going to go either. Mm. No, not at all. Yeah. And you did that with cooking. <laughs> I just cooking. I just knew that I didn't want to make videos about myself. And like having an activity that I was doing helped kind of like shift the attention elsewhere. Yeah. How did you decide to start talking about sex on your channel? I noticed that like my, I had a very small audience, but I basically noticed that they were young women. Yeah. And sex ed was something that I was already like quite passionate about and like knew was a pile of wank (laughs) like in school, but didn't really know what to do about it. Like when I was, so I started YouTube when I was 19 and then I was like 19 or 20 when I started doing like the sex ed content. I watched a lot of Lacey Green as well. So she was like a huge inspiration. (laughs) She's like one of the original sex YouTubers. Yeah. Um, but when I was like 17, so before even like starting YouTube, I remember getting into an argument with my RE teacher because she wouldn't teach us about contraception because it was like against oh. the Catholic Catholic rules Bloody of the hell. college. Yeah. Oh, so you were like the rebellious one in the class. I don't. I don't know. I just. I just remember <laughs> saying to her like, "Are you not teaching us about like contraception and abortion and things?" She was like, "Oh, I can't." I don't think it was her fault as well. Like yeah. she was just like, "I can't." That's the yeah. curriculum they yeah. literally say you're not allowed to. And I was. I just remember being like what we're all having sex (laughs) which which now i know that not all 17 year olds are having sex but i just thought that would be a dramatic thing to say but it's definitely the time when people start thinking about it there were kids at my school having sex at 12 13 yeah yeah. people need to be taught sex ed way way younger these days fuck number one the first fuck my my first time having sex was uh, I was 16 and it was with my boyfriend at the time and we we talked about it a lot beforehand um That's I was always good I was a massive mm. nerd and we were doing our GCSEs and I we were both like ready and we both said that we wanted to um but I was just like we have to wait until after exams <laughs> stress of sex I can't handle exactly because I was like so focused on these exams and Mm. getting my GCSEs and I was like I can't have anything distracting me because I think everything you're fed about sex is that like it's potentially not always but potentially quite a transformative experience life-changing yeah and also like even if it doesn't like change your life it's just like this extra element of things that you have to navigate in your relationship and an extra thing for you to be stressed about. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm good, let's wait. We yeah. almost had sex after prom and I remember we were like so close to having sex. And, oh. I, and I was just like, I can't, it's too cliche. <laughs> like, I can't, I do I not want my cannot, right? I, like, I cannot lose my virginity yeah. on prom night. I will not let it happen. <laughs> like all the American movies just come flooding into your mind. Yeah. I was like, I won't do it. Also in like someone else's bed, like, no yeah, that, that's very respectful for you and really smart trying to wait for your GCSEs I don't <laughs> think many is. people think about that yeah, these days. it's not. like a, a box of Pringles isn't it like, yeah. once you okay but I have stop. no self restraint with Pringles <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was uh, we lived like really close to each other because we were all like lived in the same area and I was it was after exams but yes. we didn't we didn't want to just be like okay it's after exams now now we have to have sex so the next time we see each other it's gonna happen it was just more of a like okay we've done exams now now we know that like it's on the card so next time we're in a situation where we're like making out and stuff we're like Mm, oh so it wasn't like pressured or anything yeah now we finish we need to do it yeah and there was like 
oh, I can't even remember. There might have been a night where we like stayed, one of us stayed over at the other person's house and like it didn't happen and that was fine. Yeah. But I remember um, I had like a friend date one day. Me and my mate were just like going to go. I can't even remember what we were doing. Just <laughs> we were just going to hang out one day. This is 10 years ago. I'm like, what, what did you do back then before phones and TVs and shit? Yeah. Um, and so... <sighs> I went over to my boyfriend's house in the morning before going to meet my friend just to be like, hey, how's it going? Morning, da, 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 what are you up to today? And and then we were just like hanging out um, and we had sex in the morning. It so casual. It was just like, that's way just, too casual. I've been like waiting was, for this moment for you to tell me and then you're just like, and then we had sex. And then we just had sex. But but how and how did you feel and and was it okay? Did it hurt? Was it? It was like was it fun? A bit uncomfortable, but fine. I th- think I was on top. Yeah, because I could like control. That's, that's odd because that's what Reed said. She was on top for her first time, and yeah. I was like, that's a very bold I would, move. I feel like I would feel really claustrophobic and like not in control if, if yeah. they were on top. Yeah, you are more yeah. in control, but I, I didn't start off like that. I got on top because I was like, oh, let me try this yeah. position. Oh really? Yeah, but you you were on top, and you kind of like barely remember That's details amazing. i'm like i think i was on top for all of it i'm not 100 <laughs> sure. maybe i was underneath at the beginning and then i got on top the one thing i do remember though was that i was wearing primark girl boxes that were white Ooh. and red stripes <laughs> i remember the underwear i was wearing oh my oh god, my god. Girl, girl boxes i remember that face oh my yeah. lord yeah wow. i think i was wearing a pair around that time too mm-hmm. i thought that was so cool Very, yeah. uh, it was super cool and <laughs> really cool. and i remember he was getting his room redecorated so his mattress was on the floor and there were like oh, buckets stop. of paint all all <laughs> Ooh, around the wall so romantic yeah. <laughs> fuck two the best fuck One standout one was like in the back of a van. Ooh, sounds kind of raunchy. I really fancied this guy. It was there was it was like a tour guide travel experience, and he was our tour guide. Oh, nice. And okay, I, like, I like wanted to get with him like for the whole trip, and then like halfway through, it, halfway it. through, halfway through up. as well. And that and it was pretty intense. Um, was it sexy for the rest of the tour? Yeah. Oh, nice. well, actually, like a li- it was kind of like on and off sexy for the rest of the tour because he was like, now I'm in professional mode. But then the moment we got to the final stop, and we were like, it was like, over. He was just like, right, no, we're good. Like, <laughs> yeah, screw this. <laughs> Work hat is off. <laughs> and I was like, yay. Um, so I I didn't have an orgasm until I was 20. Cool. And that was by myself. And then it wasn't until I was, think I was 22 when I had my f- first orgasm with someone else. I think that's quite normal for girls. Right? Uh, I think yeah. so. I d- yeah, I don't think that there's anything like wrong with that at all. But I definitely like before that thought I just was like well I guess I'm just one of those women that ne- can't orgasm yeah, you know? yeah. I think I'd like the towel I think I'd just like accepted it but also not really accepted it because I kept trying yeah. <laughs> and I was like come on every single yeah. toy <laughs> and so like sometimes I do get in my head a bit um with like not being able to oh, come we yeah all do. and I absolutely remember being in this situation with someone who was going down on me and I was like I, th- I think I was just like thinking too hard about 
wanting to come and like and all of that and I and then he could totally sense it and he just stops looks at me and just goes you're gonna come when I want you to come and I was like <gasps> oh my god oh my <laughs> god. god I think it's one of the sexiest things that's that, ever happened to me that and is so sexy, sexy. yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he just carried on and I was like what well, I'm relaxing now <laughs> yeah god. I'm done I'm done <laughs> that was it <laughs> ready <laughs> I'm exactly the same with oral though I find yeah. it really hard to come with oral but yeah. I think that is because you're in your head and you're just constantly thinking like I have to come they're down there trying to make me come and if I don't come then they're gonna think they're terrible and, and yeah, your mind just goes ballistic there, there? yeah it's annoying yeah. there shouldn't be pressure but we we create ourselves I mean do you have any advice to apart from being told to come um, <laughs> for anyone that struggles to orgasm ah uh, so have you read come as you are by Emily Nagoski no. it's a brilliant oh. book like read the whole book if you want to but at, right at the end of it there's this like appendix which is like um a step-by-step guide to like having an orgasm if you have trouble doing it or if you've never done it and it is so detailed and it's brilliant because it basically like takes you through um basically like you know like touch yourself like do whatever you want to do but um after a while just stop like don't worry about coming just like or i can't remember the specific advice but it's like, like count to whatever number and then just stop and then maybe the next day like do it again and then like get up to or or like i edging. think yeah it's basically like teaching yourself how to edge but like yeah. using that will help you orgasm mm. um maybe it's not counting maybe it's more like if 10 if 10 is an orgasm it's like build yourself up in terms of your arousal so yeah, build yourself right. up to a four out of mm. ten and then yeah. putting yourself back down and then the next day try and build yourself up to a five out of ten and bring mm. it down yes. and then, and so like doing that and like but each session it's not like from session one you're like trying to orgasm it's like no from session one you're just trying to get aroused in the first place and then like session two yeah. it's like and then a little bit more and then little, uh, that's yeah. perfect advice i think it was like the changing moment was when someone told me you didn't have to come yeah you but just have permission to have yeah. an orgasm like you don't that's not your end goal just mm. enjoy the pleasure and then i was like <gasps> something clicked in my brain yeah <laughs> Fuck three. The worst fuck. So from the best to the worst, do you have any (laughs) sexual experiences that really stand out? I mean, it doesn't have to be like serious it could be, could be okay. funny yeah funny. just like a unfortunate like a funny a funny bad fuck yeah um oh, like once again should have thought about this before <laughs> before i got here um oh oh i know one <laughs> oh. it's always i think it's like oh that time oh, yeah. can i that say this time. um am i gonna upset someone yeah i know <laughs> hopefully they don't listen because i'm still friends with this person <laughs> <laughs> um but um yeah basically like um just a casual hookup with a with a friend and it wasn't even a case of us fancying each other it was just like a oh we've had sex before you're here I'm here whatever and it wasn't great clearly neither of us were like actually that into it oh that's so sad And, and it was just like eh and and I was thinking all of this, but he said it. Oh, <laughs> he no. Out, out loud. He verbalized it. Out loud, he what? was just like, I think we both needed that. Oh. <laughs> what needed it? What does that even mean? <laughs> just like, we just both needed a shag and, the, and we were just there. 
Oh my god! I was like Less. brutal. I mean, at least he was honest. Yeah, it's fine. I think yeah. we were, I think we were both thinking it, but I was like, wow, smooth. Yeah, just saying that. Yeah, just gonna leave now. <laughs> Slip out. But yeah. So that was that was. Did you have funny. like an awkward moment after that as well? I can't. I don't know what you would say to that either. I can't. I can't remember what I said to it, mm. but it's fine now. Like we never, yeah. we never acknowledge it. In but we are we are friends and Skin still see each it. other yeah. as part of like our friend group and well, stuff. Well, at least yeah. they made it to the worst wall, you know. I know, bless him. <laughs> Having so no, he might friends. agree though, because I don't think like you. I feel like it takes two people to have bad sex. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know because I feel like you could have a terrible experience and somebody else that could have been their best experience. Uh, like, I don't know about that. If if that's Surely? the case, that sounds like really. A really bad like a like a capital b bad situation really sad yeah. like, like potentially illegal situation oh no no yeah, i don't mean like no. that like say it was really exciting from uh, so my oh, i shouldn't really talk about my worst experience because it's it's about you hannah i swear <gasps> to god but my wait one of my, one of my worst experience oh no no as in not about you as in the podcast is about you yeah. not not no. about we were just playing you in youtube in the background of us having sex <laughs> i was like in, i was involved in some way I love it. no no oh, tell god, us no share but it was like a, a one night stand and i yeah. came home with a guy and he was really submissive and i ended up giving him a hand job and it was like really boring for me because i wanted some really nasty filthy submissive sex but he was submissive so I took the dominant role and loads of weird shit happened like his flatmate came through and watched us and I feel like that was <laughs> yes, a hilariously bad time for me but I feel like he walked away from that moment being like that was the hottest experience of my oh, life I had a so? I had a fully clothed girl being completely dominant wanking oh, me off uh, making with, me come with, with his flatmate watching yeah it. especially because I was like you have to buy me a fucking taxi I'm not buying one. Uh, and he <laughs> me one do you ever like if you're tossing someone off and your arm gets a bit um, achy, a yeah. bit achy. Oh, like, but do you ever? Oh, I, I don't. Turn into to, the Michelin I don't know man, how to describe this on a podcast, but I'm gonna like physically show you. But then you use your <laughs> other hand to like prop, <laughs> prop up yeah. your arm, prop it up like sneakily, and you're like. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you're literally propping it up. Oh my god! Oh, and you try swapping hands, but then your your other hand, like your left hand, is really shit. Oh no, mate! I'm, you know I'm, the pleasure's I'm, not there. I'm ambidextrous when it comes to wanking, okay. oh, but not myself. Amazing. Like Just, a, a penis, yeah, I, I can do with both hands. But then I always but feel my... like the thumb has to be in the perfect place, and it is with yeah. my right hand. But when I swap, uh, yeah. it's not with my left. Oh, that's right. true, actually. Well, mm. unless you're, it depends on where you're facing. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the little prop though. It's like little little helping hand. You like sneak it in there, and you're like, oh, I get, it I've got, really helps. Got some more. Somebody's invented some sort of device that helps, like some sort of like robotic thing that can help you move. Yeah, your it'd hand just be like, like a, a slingshot with like, a base, base. Hand jobs for lazy girlfriends. Yeah, <laughs> or like the hand job pillow or something like that, where it's just bouncy. Oh, it could be like a waterbed. It just does it for you. Yeah. Oh my! It's like a sex toy in the making. Just why don't yeah. we just buy a sex toy that wanks them off? Fuck four. The fuck that made me. So if anyone out there already follows Hannah on her YouTube channel, you will know about all the surgery that she's been through recently. And mm. I think this would be a really great time to talk about it because one of our sections is the fuck that changed your life in some sort of way oh. and i feel like this is quite a life-changing event and things must have changed after that yeah so for context i i had my colon removed in january 2018 
and um, I now have a stone bag and then I had another um, emergency abdominal surgery in June so I've had two emergency abdominal surgeries this year and um, basically when they cut through your abs <laughs> you have you have no um, strength yeah. no yeah. core strength and I it turns imagine. out you need that muscle to do a hell of a lot um, especially fuck well orgasm I couldn't <gasps> orgasm really? I'd lost it so I would like I would like get to the the tippy toppy top mm. and then I just like couldn't oh, I couldn't do it and it was so frustrating so really <gasps> um, oh that's a nightmare because once I was discharged from hospital I was like too weak to have any penetrative sex yeah but we you know we could do like other stuff with our hands and things yeah um but then even doing that I was just like ah oh, god damn it <laughs> like, it must be exhausting as well yeah and um but I'm trying to think of like I think I think to be honest it was it was like learning to have sex again yeah um really? and it was like this it was this like huge momentous occasion like we tried a couple of times and it was just like too much for me too painful and we had to stop um and and there were only certain positions that I could do that didn't like hurt it took yeah, like of took a while until I had the strength to like be on top again I mean does um, it hurt like I'm trying to figure out the pain is it was it an internal pain or was it a stitch pain or was it a like an outside or an inside pain did it affect your vagina specifically your vagina so it's it's like a it's a muscle pain Mm -hmm. so it's like a it's like a it's a muscle pain um in my stomach area so like imagine you've just done like a really crazy um ab workout Mm -hmm. and the Uh next day you're like aching and it's horrendous yeah it's like that but every time you cough or you sneeze you have to hold onto your stomach because you think your guts are gonna spill out (gasps) oh my god no so even now i'm like you know i'm the healthiest i've been all year and the fittest i've been all year i still have to like hold it in when i sneeze because it does feel like it's like like it's just really because everything's been sliced open like all of those muscles all those nerves everything has been like torn apart and orgasms are quite like sneezes uh, yeah, so. yeah. But you, and you need that Physical. that muscle to tense and then just because um so the scar that i have and like where they cut me goes from above my belly button to below my belly button and it stops just before my um my like my pube line yeah and so even though like the, the area around my like vagina and everything like wasn't touched it's still like the it's still all like just all of me felt so fragile mm-hmm. so the idea of like anything like physical inside me like yeah. because you know like you know like if a dick or a sex toy or whatever is inside you sometimes it like it feels like it's like coming right up to near your belly button yeah yeah right? are you gonna throw yeah. it up out like? <laughs> yeah so so for me it was just like that to me was like because then I could like kind of feel it in the area where yeah. I had the scar and uh and everything yeah um but then in terms of like life-changing fuck, I can't, do you know what? I can't actually remember like, um, or like pinpoint like the first time or like how long it was post-surgery, oh, okay. like of when I felt, I finally felt like, oh, we, that was that was a good shag. Because I yeah. remember like for ages, it was just like, we'd have sex and it was all very gentle and like da 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 And, but it just like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't our best. I'm like, we can do better, but we just yeah. can't, we can't right now because of my situation. It wasn't ball slapping, yeah. that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh my God, no, I would, that, I would just be like, no, ah, please stop. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but I think the, the, the fuck that changed my life in terms of like all of the fucks was, yeah. um, that the fuck we were talking about before with myself where I had my first orgasm with the porn. 
Does that count as a fuck? That yes, one. It yes, that, one. that does. A self fuck, definitely. That's a self fuck. Yeah, that was pretty life changing. Well, yeah, like, wh- why was it life changing? Watching that porn and having an orgasm, the first orgasm. I think because I just had never had an orgasm before, and I remember like asking my friends and stuff, and everyone would just always be like. You, you'll know when you know. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know <laughs> so when you know. So annoying. Like, I'm like, but how do you know if you've had an orgasm? Like? It's like, you know when you know. <laughs> you know. It's, I wouldn't say you bloody know. And I, no. I resented that so much. And then it happened and I was like, oh, that was it. That was it. And I'm, then, <laughs> and then I, I was seeing someone at the time yeah. and I called him immediately afterwards. I an and I was like, I did it. I had an orgasm. <laughs> and I don't, he didn't really didn't care. And that really just like, did oh, not last very long. Oh. But he was just like, oh, that okay. is life changing though. Fuck number five. The last fuck. So, what about the last time you had sex? Oh, <laughs> do you know what? Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this like today or yesterday because I knew this question was coming up yes. and I was just like oh the last time I had sex was actually really good and I was like very Ooh. proud of myself and then I was like oh Hannah don't have sex between now and do the podcast <laughs> yeah. just, just, just in case it's not as good as that one from before <laughs> it's such a shame we have to have to like want to talk about the good last time yeah, yeah. but it was it was, um, it was shower sex <laughs> stop and it. it was the first it was the first shower sex in our new shower so Oh, you like, christened it. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty good. <laughs> Pop that little shower cherry. Wait, yeah. no, that sounds all kinds of wrong. Like, why is there a cherry in a shower? <laughs> well, a lot of people pop a shower cherry, you know, like with the with the blasty water head in the bath. Oh, yes. yes. That yes. was my first ever sex day. <laughs> they, so, literally, yeah. talking about that today, like, why are you having an hour shower? Get, get out! <laughs> I'm not done yet. But there's a thing about shower sex that it's always a little bit more complicated than you see yeah. in like, yep. the This is the thing, like, it ended why? up being good, but it was, it was a logistical nightmare. Because yeah. also, <laughs> I find that, ironically... Um, water dries me up. Absolutely, yes, it right? wipes away yes, all your same. all your like. It's yeah, so hard fluid. to put anything up there. Mm-hmm. So we basically had to turn the shower off Lube in order, to, yeah, to start. And then yeah. once we got going, turned oh, the shower back oh. on, so That's there was water yeah, on yeah. us. And then also, <clears throat> he had to get in a very weird position because he's a lot taller than me, and. Um, and so, and I'm very short. And if I was on my tiptoes in a shower, that's actually quite yeah. dangerous. Oh my so God, was, yeah. So it was safer for him to like crouch than for me to go on tiptoes. So, and afterwards I was just image. like, I was like, was that comfortable for you? He's like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he still said it was, he enjoyed it. So, uh, Shower sex uh, is supposed to be so romantic. I just don't think it, it will be a regular so thing. Awkward. Yeah. And like, like if, you, if you don't turn off the water, you're either someone's face is in that water while you're fucking or you, yeah. you get cold because you're have to turn it off yeah (laughs) or your face is like pressed up against the glass like (laughs) i know terrified you're gonna slip yeah terrified really scary i mean i'm already scared that i'm gonna slip in the shower anyway and i'm naked and vulnerable let alone when i've got a penis inside me i i feel like i always have to applaud good shower sex though so well done yes well done i feel like it's it's hard we made do yeah and and it was a good time so it it was a good time (laughs) it was a good time and did you reach orgasm? Do you mind me asking? Um, we both did. But oh, I did afterwards. Excellent. I finished after. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it's, again, shower sex is hard. Should have got that shower head. <laughs> yeah, no, should have. Yeah. Oh, my God. We actually, so we have um, like a big shower head that's like right, so it's not like 
hanging from the wall. It's like right like on the ceiling. Like the rainforest ceiling. shower. Yeah, we've got one of those. Called. And we have a separate shower thing. So I could... Oh, next time. Thank you, Reed. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, you know, I mean, waterproof sex <laughs> toys that idea. could also be involved. But yeah. like, who keeps sex toys in the bathroom? I mean, it, yeah. You'd have to like get out of the bath and you'd be really like wet and go slippy. All the water all I over hate your bed so much. House. And then when you're yeah. dry and then you step back in the wet patch, oh, angry. <laughs> when you're wearing socks. Oh, no. No, no, no. I can't. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For fuck's sake is the part where our listeners actually ask us some advice and we ask our wonderful guests to help us out. Oh, I will try my best. So today, we actually had a few questions in which were exactly the same. Mm, So we'll go for this one. Um, Advice for having the best possible first experience with sex. I'm 17, me and my boyfriend are both complete novices, but, you know, we're approaching that stage. Oh, my God, she's, oh I it love like you. Like it, it sounds like what happened with you, I swear. 17, oh no, you were 16, I was 17, fuck. <laughs> well, like, but it's all like the same-ish age. Yeah, same age. I think yeah. it's really cute that they're like thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I think just the fact that this person's asked the question, I'm like, odds are it'll be good yeah. because you're already yes. thinking about it you're already talking about it it's like not making the assumptions of oh th- this is what you do and also the assumptions of like the order in which you do things like yeah. this then leads to this yeah. and this leads to this and this thing is the holy grail um but just like i don't know take it easy just yeah. try a few things and don't like you can just like back out anytime, basically. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, like if you're like, oh literally. no, let's try this again next week. And we're like, okay, cool. Yeah, and that's, I think that's really important to sort of say is that the first time does not have to be perfect mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to like, you don't have to go through the whole thing. You can just like try a little bit and then do the rest of it later on at a different yeah. day. The first time, it, it's so rare for it to be pleasurable um especially because there's nerves involved it might be pleasurable for both of you but just i would just get past the beginning bit of uh, like you know lose your v card and then start exploring each other's bodies so you can start to experience pleasure but you can also do like all of that exploring during the it all the first time and during yeah, the first time definitely. and like and and all of that I and think like a whole day when you just do loads of yeah. crazy fucking and sucking and rolling <laughs> yes. around in bed and it's just nice for you pose explore each like, other's bodies let's try this I think one of the best pieces of advice that I was given was like um, try and like 
talk about what you want to do yeah. and what you don't want to do with the person that you're going to do or not do these things with when you're sober and fully clothed yes definitely so it's like communicate yeah but being able to communicate when you're not in the headspace of like arousal and intoxication yeah you know and being able to be like hey i would be quite into trying xyz how do you feel about that which like when i say it like that sounds really unsexy but (laughs) but those conversations are like they're difficult to have because we have no examples of people having them yeah because yeah. I, I remember like being super nervous to approach anything mm. like that with my partner at a time when i lost my virginity you just kind of hope it happens yeah. you don't have to talk about it yeah. which is totally the wrong way to approach that's it. the surefire way to have bad sex yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you just yeah. close your eyes and hope it's <laughs> over and done with yeah mm-hmm. yeah just approach things slowly and make sure you're both comfortable at all times mm-hmm. that would be my advice Great. and laugh lots of laughter yeah. yeah doesn't have to be awkward it can be a laugh and you can joke about things going wrong and condom slipping and come getting in your eye you know it, it, that's farting okay. yeah farting and queefing and yeah and, and discharge you know like have a laugh with it it's all normal bodily function yeah fucking hell so what is today's worst sex story So today we have a story that starts on the floor, wearing red satin heels and nothing else. Mm, The guy on top of me, my mum, storms into the flat. No! 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 Uh, Okay, wait, wait. Was it into the flat or into the room? Or, I mean, I feel like I need more information and a visual picture here. I think we got the visual picture of like the red satin heels i mean amazing super sexy oh, i'm really sorry about that's that that's awful have, have you ever had anyone walk in on you having sex no yeah i had no. um a boyfriend's sister walk in on us shit oh, we no. were like fully naked and doing oh. it on his bed and she was she was like having a go at him as well she was about to go from the going like <gasps> oh, I and then just stopped dead in her tracks <laughs> and turned around <laughs> did you carry on yeah. <laughs> how, how do you even deal with something like that? I mean, it's it's a shame that we can't just walk and be like, "Oh, sorry, guys," but it really freaks a lot of people out, yeah. especially if it's your daughter. Yeah. I wouldn't know how that mother was feeling. Hopefully, she was a cool mum and she was a bit like, "Okay, like, you go, oh my kids. God. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. be downstairs. Only want a cup of tea, yeah. <laughs> my little baby. Hope you're using protection. Oh, See you later. Yeah, proud mum. <laughs> I'm so proud. Them red satin heels, good choice. <laughs> Have you got any, if you've yeah. got any clothes that you want to borrow, well, you're welcome to my sex wardrobe. Imagine yeah. she's just like, look, I've got all these other options if you fancy. Yeah. That would maybe that's a, a bit inappropriate. Cool I don't know. Mom. That would be really cool. Like, here's dressing gowns, cup of tea, and a dildo. Yeah. yeah. In case he yeah. hasn't finished you off, love. It's clean. <laughs> Make sure of that. <laughs> I want that mum. Actually, I do feel like my mum would be kind of cool. Yeah. Cool with that. Yeah. I think that was game over for there sexy session really i mean was it game over for yours well, no, oh but then they also walked back out and we don't know what this mother did mum just sat there and waited like i'm, I'm staying here till you finish <laughs> no they would like just like walk straight back out yeah it depends whether that would kill would. the mood for you was like would it kill, kill the mood of someone oh 100 yeah. it'd be i think your heart would go if it was if it was like a relative of mine yeah. it would kill the mood for me mm-hmm. if it was a relative yes. of theirs or a friend probably not yeah but yeah. Do you know it's like that weird connection two yeah. to tango yeah. like he might be like 
Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like not anymore. Uh, I mean, a couple of times my sisters knocked on my door during, and oh. and like even though my sister's like, super busy. cool with that. Oh, actually, I've had. Um, when I was at uni, in, in second year, my room was like the attic room. So the door to my room, you open the door and there are stairs. Huh, yeah. And so then you go up and my, I remember my housemate opening the door and just like, you know, like, Han! And I just be like, no! <laughs> <laughs> obviously, like, she couldn't, she couldn't see anything because she's, she's walking up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. And then she like turned around and left. Okay. So, so it was funny. just like, I was like, no! And did it did it ruin it for you? Did it kill? No, kill it just carried on. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. if it's a friend, it's kind of yeah. a bit like uh, quite funny. You're just like I can't believe that just happened. But let's carry on. Yeah, let's finish where we started. <laughs> we have massive sympathy to this uh, poor sex story. Um, thank you so much for handing that in. And if anyone else has any worse sex stories, please send them to us. You can write them on your social media, tweet them to us, Instagram, DM us, um, as well as add in the hashtag #FutzGiven worst stories. Well, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. It's been a real pleasure to have you on. Mm, a literal pleasure. Yes, oh, literally. And I'm, I need to hear that audio book. That sounds yeah. so good. Especially yes. the other book you mentioned as well, that whole self-taught how to have an orgasm thing. I need to check this shit out. Yeah. Yes, Doing it by me, Hannah Witten. <laughs> Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski. <laughs> Amazing. Would recommend. So where can people find you? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm basically Hannah Witten everywhere. YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Those are, the, those are the main places that I frequent. Yeah, no one does Facebook. We can't do Facebook because of sex, right? I have, I do have a Facebook, but I don't really yeah. use have it a Facebook, but Families yeah. on there, man. We can't have our family seeing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be horrified and scarred for life. Yeah. My dad is scarred for life. Already. <laughs> just just, just already. from Facebook. <laughs> the poor man. <laughs> they don't understand it. He actually did say he um, he downloaded Instagram recently and the first thing that popped up was like a picture of my ass. And he messaged me on the family group and he was like, I've I, 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 I removed Instagram. I, I can't believe it. I'm like, sorry, dad, you made me this way. I, uh, <laughs> thank you for making me so happy this- and body positive about my body. And he's like, yeah. I, I just don't want to see it as a father. <laughs> bless him oh, he doesn't that. sound like that he's a cool dad yeah just that's totally really funny yeah. thank, thank you so much sorry for rambling about my ass. no thank um, you that's what oh. I'm here for <laughs> and thank you to all our listeners for clocking in today oh yes baby I mean you heard me say hashtag fucks given but if you post about us and hashtag us then this is the hashtag to yeah, do it tell us all give us a review Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And some five stars. Yeah. <laughs> share us. Share us, Just babies. Some five stars. Mm. Yeah. And share us with all your friends. Mm. We'll see you soon, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's an episode we recommend. Hi! I'm theme park journalist Carly Wiesel, and my job is to bring you the weirdest, wackiest theme park stories on my podcast, Very Amusing. 
Hear how Disney built a Star Wars-themed land from the people who built it. The wild way Butterbeer was first created. And this week, get a secret look at what happens inside Disneyland's members-only Club 33. And it's extremely private-themed bar. Very Amusing is jam-packed with exclusive details about Star Wars, Marvel, and Jurassic World attractions. Hilarious celebrity interviews. And, well, everything you've ever wanted to know about theme parks but haven't found anywhere else. Want to go on a wild ride that won't cost you hundreds in admission tickets? Listen to Very Amusing with Carly Wiesel on the Acast app or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast, Acast, Acast recommends. recommends.